going on fam thank you for connecting with the serious cypher yet again it's been an eventful week and i'm here to tell you you know i didn't even get a chance to check out the astrology that's going on out here because we already know about that whole 11 11 portal right but we had that eclipse that happened last week and it just seems like the energy it's been going down at least for me, and in my experience, it certainly has been. Um, I'm looking at the okay, we still in Scorpio season and we wrapping that up. And um, right now we at the last quarter moon, that's in Leo. We got Venus in Sagittarius, we got Mercury in Sagittarius. So that's what we at right about now. And so, you know, a lot of truths is showing up out here in these streets. I want to give a quick shout out on the cypher. We got Aquarius Moon in the house. What's up? What's up? Hey, how are you? Hey, it's all good. Well, you know, it could be better. <laughs> it can always be better. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Ascension, ascension. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Like nobody's business. It's like I'm getting the accelerated course. Oh my goodness, man! I'm I, I got to tell you, you know. So I wanted to um just check in real quick to see if anybody got any channels, any dreams, any downloads that might have went down right about now because. This this right here is a special time. Yeah, I um, I really did have. I, I had a few dreams this week, hmm. but you know, me being me, rushing and not taking my time, I didn't write them down. Hmm. But one in particular, it was just so weird because it was me and my sister, and me and her is both riding in the car. But for some reason, she's in the back seat, and I'm like driving her around. <laughs> like I, it, it was just weird like that because that's not how we do. Hmm. But we ended up getting into a, a wreck. You know, so the car done flipped over and everything, right? But it was, we weren't hurt. You know mm. what I'm saying? We both got up, walked away, no problems. Only thing that was messed up was the car that we were in. So it was just weird. And that, that dream stuck with me. So I had to figure out what that meant for me. Mm. So, hmm. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> so, been a time. Brother Dante's in the house. What's going on, brother? What's going on? He's still on mute. I, I, what's going on? What's going on, brother? Good to see you in the house today. I We was just talking about like this energy and everything. And if you got any downloads or any dreams that might be significant that you might want to share. I mean, what? Fine, that's a big topic. I know it Very is. It's 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 a broad topic, but for today we are um dealing with that whole energy of judgment, right? And so um the judgment card in tarot is all about reflection, rebirth, is tapping into our inner calling, 
and really awakening to what our purposes is, absolution. But then on the other side, it could be about self-doubt and missing the call and, uh-huh. and feeling kind of down and in a different vibration. And so with all of this energy, we had the eclipse, we had the 1111 portal that's still a little open. At least it feels that way to me. And you know what I'm saying? And so right now, I noticed for me, my dreams have been off the hook. And yeah, I like... Audio, I don't know if you can hear me. My audio is uh, off, so I'm trying to make it come back on because I can't hear that thing. It just muted itself. Oh. It's not unmuted. Oh, now I hear you. Okay. Whatever that was. Right. Well... But I heard you. I, let, I got cut off when you said judgment and coming in to your purpose and stuff like that. And not necessarily... Uh, any dreams that I could connect to that as a recently, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, the death and rebirth. I just say that's real. I don't know. That's all I could really say. The shit's real. The shit it's real. No, it's very, it's very challenging to logic. Like, and I know that for sure. Like, logic has nothing to do with. Like, it's one. People say it, you know, all the time. Like, it's it's not logical and use your creativity and this and that. It's hard to not use logic, especially if you, you know, got some trauma mixed in and it's like, no, that don't make sense. That don't make sense. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, you just went in the mute, but that's all good because it seemed like this is an on-time discussion and I was rapping with Aquarius Moon a little earlier and there's just, it's been going down in my family, man, like in a big way. And this is definitely a time for reflection, for me to really start stepping into higher. Yeah. Can you hear me? You hear? Yeah, I got you. Oh. Yeah. Oh, some, somebody just came in on a call. It's, it's resistance, I guess. Oh, like, ah. You know, <laughs> this shit real. But it is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's, that's, that's the main thing we was just talking about, like all of the shit that was going down. So for me, it was crazy because I I had to bring my little dream book with me. Right. I had this crazy dream about this dude that showed up at my house with two little girls and he was a very nice looking brother. You know what I'm saying? Real, you know what I'm saying? Real smooth type. You know what I'm saying? One of those type of cats. Okay. Okay. That say, right, that say all of the right things, right? He had these piercing blue eyes. And even though he was saying all of the right things, the energy was not in alignment. And so he was there. My husband was there in the dream. So it wasn't that type of trip. You know what I'm saying? But it was, it was still, it was like, it was a groovy dude. That was very impressive. And you know, he, you know what I'm saying? Like if my husband wouldn't have been there, you know what I'm saying? Perhaps I would have gave him a different look. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Keeping it a buck. You know what I'm saying? However, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't that type of party, but he was saying all of the right thing. He was very charming, very debonair, but those piercing blue eyes, um, and, and, and what he was saying and the energy that I was picking up was like, this was a real slick type of dude. So then 
I'm like, what is this all about? And so then I'm getting some reflection and everything. And those blue eyes is all about being able to see deeper truths. You know what I'm saying? And really being able to look past the surface of what's being said. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm feeling all of this, this, this crazy energy. And I was talking about like last week about how I was feeling this, 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 this down type of energy. And I was trying to pull myself up out of it. And I was feeling like extra melancholy. So I said, you know what? I'm going to get the hell on up and everything. Me and my husband, we go, we hit the trails, get out there in nature and shit. And I'm talking about family members and I get a phone call that we had some major drama and tragedy within our family. And it was, it was our tower moment within our family where such tragedy went down like we saw it coming. And there's such a disconnect in our family to where it was a wake-up call letting us know that it is time for us to do better within our, for me, and when I was saying us, like me and my husband, me and my family, for us to do better, to connect better, to show up better. But then there was this dilemma that shows up because even though you want to do better, the reality is, is that a possibility? Because in my family, we got history of dysfunctions addictions, madness, violence, poverty, resentments. Right, exactly. But yeah, but I feel like, yeah, you can do your best and that's all you can do. So better, everybody can do better. I feel like in any situation can become better. Mm. It might not be perfect, but paying attention to whatever it is the subject is or the issue is, Anything with any family can be turned around. But some people, you know, it's not like you can make somebody who's an addict not be an addict. But you can make it better by not giving them money or or giving them a little talk here and there when you feel when the spirit moves you to do it. So I feel like, yeah, you can, everything can be better. Like, there's no choice but to do your best in everything. And I'm coming to that realization too like why do anything halfway Mm -hmm. like commit or don't do it like for what Mm -hmm. like let me do this a little bit no that's to be safe go all in and you know whatever you can change or do something about you do and whatever else doesn't you do something else you know what i'm saying until that thing the scales tip the other way and then go back and revisit if you feel moved by spirit and it's really i feel like about taking your ego out of it because mm. that's the hardest part taking the logic out of it and not making everything personal like if you can't change somebody with some words like you failed like it's not like you failed they just weren't open at that time so don't hold on to that and let it go and try again and it's, it's kind of a hard a difficult uh, mind state to keep with you like when you always being logical because I'm a logical motherfucker like really very mm. Shit that don't make sense, though. And I'm also very creative, though. Yeah. So musically, yeah. certain certain sounds, or when someone sings out of key with music, there's a little bit of logic. I don't know if that's the right word. 
that lets you know she's singing out of key. Something is telling you that, and I feel like it's uh, between logic and like the middle of the brain, like the both at the same time. Mm. Like if music is just pure random notes without any logic, it's just noise. And if it's too much logic, it's like square and like plain and it doesn't have any life in it. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I don't even know where I was going with that, but yeah, I did a body hit it. You know what? You know what? I was about to say, you you, you had me on the spin because you know what? It, it, it's really funny that you say that because I got a, I got a tip about really connecting with music and really connecting with creativity. It shifts the frequency. You know what I'm saying? And it, it, it takes the frequency up and it makes you use both sides of your brain. You can't absolutely. just be logical. You can't say, you know, <clears throat> on, every time the song starts or any, every time I do this, like like evolving logic, yeah, logic that evolves, like things aren't stagnant. So there's logic, but the logic evolves through creativity while you the whole time are staying present mm. in the moment because mm-hmm. you got to be present to know oh, i'm gonna play this note here or i'm gonna sing that note there so being present and it's like most of the work really if you ask me just being fully present even if you daydream and visualize you can be present in that and just don't ever i feel like why why not <sighs> like i don't know i'm just yeah i'm, feel, be feeling like I, I'm getting a lot of stuff coming <laughs> Like in my head. Word. Hey, hey. You know how the information just comes and as it elevates, it just spirals up and you add more and add more and add more. You know, that's the feeling that I'm getting from what he's trying to say as far yeah. as logic and creation. Yeah. Like it, it's ever present and it's ever moving and it's fluid. So, mm, yeah. yeah. And to stay present because two, like two square would be like if. Like, you know, like a, a beat that's boom, tap, boom, tap, boom, tap. That would be logically, that's music. Mm-hmm. Yes, logically. But if you're not boom, tap, 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 when you start playing with it, <laughs> my mind just went somewhere else when I said that. When you start playing with it, though, uh, it, it, <laughs> it, it changes. Like, you got to improvise. Like, you can't. Well, what, what I was about to relate it to is like intercourse. Yeah, so I know. You can, you, logically, you're having sex if you put if, if a penis meets a vagina. Mm-hmm. Logically, yes. Yeah. You did it. But if you're not creative, you stagnant, it's boring. If you're not present, it's it's, it's just not what it is. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You have to be present. Oh, I, I felt this way when I did this, or I felt that way when I did that improvising because you're staying present not just thinking about whatever or focusing on I, i'm sorry i keep getting is it more and more it's like things start hitting you in the head at the same time like golly but yeah, yeah. i think i uh, made my my little point of what i was you absolutely say. did and it was helpful in in, in an impactful way for real for real because this is one of the avenues for us to raise our frequency and raising our vibration not only by being present but tapping into that creative sort because when we raise our frequency we put ourselves in a space where we start to attract more high vibration experiences what's up divine priestess in the house How's it going there, lady? 
Uh, I don't think she hear me. She don't, she don't oh, no. Oh. I was trying to take myself off mute. How y'all doing? We are good. We are good. <laughs> we are checking in. Hey, have you been getting any? We're talking about um the judgment card in mm. um um in in the tarot. And generally speaking, it's a positive card. It, it symbolizes regeneration, rebirth, wholeness after a period of confusion. Hold up. In this book, it says this is called the wake up card. Gaining self-awareness, judging your actions, choices, and life situation, and determining what you want to keep and what you want to toss to the scrap pile. This is a time of coming clean to yourself, assessing the good, the bad, and the ugly so that you can chart your course from here on with greater clarity and maturity. What a powerful time. Like my life, like a couple of weeks, you know, I, that, that's it right there. That, that, that makes sense to me. Yeah. You know, taking a little time to get laid down, you know. Yeah. Because sometimes we don't listen when we're supposed to, you know. Man, with but, that. Um, I think that judgment card is directly on point for where we are energetically. And I'm just speaking for our country. Mm -hmm. Um. And yeah. the reason why I say that is because usually when we start right after um, think, um Halloween, everybody goes into a thankful mode. It's always this reflection time, yeah. you know? Mm. And so for me, even though I attempt to reflect daily, weekly, monthly, as a collective, you know, it seems like that judgment card is so on point. You have people, you know, reevaluating how they treat new people, are they gonna keep people around? You have business owners saying, What what can I keep? What can I take away? What is the best offer? You know what I mean? So collectively we are all in a judgment period right now. Mm. Um so I think that card go ahead more point, like seriously. Shit. Like in 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 such a powerful way. And you know, like I said, I wanna you know, be a little candid because at first, like tragedy hit my family in such a impactful way. It gave me a moment of pause and reflection. I don't know if any of you guys seen this movie called The Joker. I, I refer to this movie over and over again because this movie gives us a classic example of how People that are barely holding on mentally, that are struggling, and they're looking for some light in this world. And when this world shows them nothing but darkness, rejection, and, 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 and they're not feeling that they're getting enough love and support in this world, how it turns people into monsters. And I would always talk about how we need to be careful with how we handle folks in this world. And I made that connection, but it didn't really hit home. Just recently, we had a tragedy within our family where one of my family members murdered somebody the other day. And a mur another family member. And for us to get into this place where there's such a disconnect y'all a tragedy and 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 i'm gonna tell you like this this hit me 
so close in my heart because these are family members that I really want to be there for. I really want to mm. support. But like I talked about this um, priestess in the priestesshood about how I got family members that I want to be around. I want to support. But they're so unfortunate. They mm. go through so many changes that I just don't want to be the fuck around. You know what mm. I'm saying? Mm. But me being spiritual, a spiritual being, a priestess. And I have a better insight on how folks get down. I, you know, besides the fact that, you know, I, I spun a lot in the mundane world, the studies, the work that I've done in the world has been more about human behavior in our social environment. But just having this understanding and me, me not wanting to 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 connect to that it made me feel somewhat guilty so then i show up and i and i get the same type of energy the the resentment the the standoffish the 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 you know what i'm saying that i'm i'm not really feeling appreciated i'm not feeling received and it makes you not want to be bothered like that and it makes me well, feel. I'm, I'm, hold on, let me yeah, stop you right there. Yeah, please. This, this is what came to me when, to me, when you said guilt and resentment. Mm -hmm. Everyone is not free to be themselves. You, what you are getting from those around you, is not really you, like for you. Like when you when when you say guilt and resentment. That's not what they're displaying towards you. That's what you're getting because of how divine you are. They are mad at themselves because, let's just say Joe want to be a musician, right? Mm. But Joe's father said, you're going to come over here and work in this factory. Joe is carrying guilt and resentment mm. for what he is unable to do. And that shows up to you, not that they're aiming it at you, but you are seeing people on a soul level. Mm -hmm. So you're seeing the guilt and resentment. It's just not towards you. It's because, man, I really just want to be a musician, and now I got to work in this damn factory every day. Right. It's not towards you. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then you have Joe's daddy. We're going to call him Joe Senior. Joe Senior is like all i know is work 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 because that's all they taught me and, mm -hmm. and i tell my son this all the time i said son i need you to be patient with me because parents are always at a disadvantage we are preparing y'all for a world we have no idea is happening right you know what i mean absolutely so it's like joe senior is doing the best that he know how to do but he don't see that joe's past joe jr past Ain't got nothing to do with this factory. Right. And so that guilt and resentment is because Joe Jr. can't speak up, especially in our community. How dare you tell your parents something? But I feel like I want to be a yoga instructor. Right. You know, right. and this happened in my family for real. I want to be a yoga instructor. No, you want to take your ass to school and you going to finish this. They was like, oh, why you, why are you doing that? Right. Like, you wasting your money and you wasting her time. Right. Just send her to 
to use me. No, because I've been waiting all my life for this. Hold it. But this not your life. Mm. And see, you as Christian are seeing the guilt and resentment that's being held towards Joe Senior. Right. Right. Because that's who you are. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. You're not seeing, you know, them you're not seeing Joe at the family cookout just trying to make the best of it. That's not right. that's not how fortunate you are. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's a blessing and a curse to be like this. Absolutely. Sometimes I be saying, you know, people be talking to me and I be like, Dang. Mm-hmm. Do I tell them I know what they really said? Like, I know what they told me. <laughs> right. Right. And let me tell you something. And for real, for real, see, and the reason why I make this reference, I think, so many times to this Joker movie, because the pathology that we have in our family is that we're not really as supportive as we should be of each other. And what has happened is we had a family member in crisis that was not being supported. And this is what it turned into. And my thing is, is that we get stuck in between a rock and a hard place because we have someone who's creating so much chaos and so much mayhem in the family. It makes you not want to come around. It makes you not want to connect, but you love them. But should you lay on the sword in order to to assist them and so you get into this space of a catch-22 but when we get where 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 we get looking deeper especially with some of the pathologies in my family to be completely candid like it's almost as if there's pleasure derived from seeing each other suffer if we feel as if they have wronged us on some level. So I don't like the slick ass way you talking to me. So you can sleep in the street. You can sleep in the call. I ain't feeding you. And we got to cut that type of shit out. You know, and this was part of the reason where my, my issue, my conflict was with many individuals in my family is this type of disconnect, this type of negative. I call it a demonic energy where Mm -hmm. we can't just be available to support. I'm not saying, like I said, I'm not saying lay on the sword, fix people's life, take responsibility, but being available to show people that at the end of the day, you give a fuck about them being available to people to know that if they can't do nothing else, they got something to eat. And the fact that we, we, we don't have this connection is there's a disconnect shows that, that I got work cut out for my family, but I'm not really even sure about how to go about navigating that because that's where the pathology is. And when you try to assist, it's not received. And where do we go from there? So, me personally, hearing everything you said, y'all had some major, um, I don't know if I want to say soul ties, but y'all definitely had some, mm-hmm. um, hmm, what's the word I want to use, um, it's escaping me the word I want to use, it's, it's kind of like a bondage mm-hmm. situation, like, mm-hmm. It's almost like, okay, have you ever read the Willie Lynch letter? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So in the book, 
it says, if you break the nigga bitch, she'll give you her children. Mmm. Mmm. Like, yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yes. You gotta break the mother. Mm. Y'all gotta go back, and I'm, I'm saying y'all, because it's only, it's only gonna be maybe three people willing to do this soul level type of work. Right. But y'all gotta go back to y'all ancestral, ancestral line and pay homage and ask them to fix it. Right. This Absolutely. Blood work. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Because when, when you said you had a relative um, take the life of another relative, I was like, that's not the first time this has happened. No. You know, and and I don't know that. I mean, you know, I don't know your family. Right. Oh, no, no. This is the first time this happened in my family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's very unfortunate that this is... (laughs) Right. But it... Right. me out. That's what I'm saying. You got to go back because this is ancestral. Mm -hmm. This ain't just Joe and Kurt that had it out. This is ancestral. You got to fix this in the lineage. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and it's not necessarily dying on your sword. It's kind of like... It's just doing a different type of work. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not putting that responsibility on you in no means. Yeah. By no means am I saying that. But I'm just saying this is the type of work it's going to take. It's going to take soul work. Absolutely. This ain't no get on the Zoom... And we gonna have a conversation. No nah, shit, no. Too much pain here, right? You know what I mean? Right, absolutely. Blood being shed, right? Too much hurt, right? You know, right? Absolutely. So it's like it's it's just soul work. But the question for me is, how do you know where to start that soul work? Absolutely. And and yeah. where where I've been working at at this particular point is more with myself, and moving yeah. past a lot of. Um, resentments from history and being crystal clear on who it is that I'm dealing with. And so right now, the, the role that I've been playing is because I'm absolutely crystal clear on who it is that I'm dealing with. I got to check my hat at the door because what I'll do is I'll recall some memory from some old shit and be like, oh, see, here we go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So being able to check that part of me at the door and coming from a neutral space of being here to support, to show love the very best that I can within my capacity, but not allowing my, my, me extending myself to be taken to, because you, you'll go fuck around, go down a rabbit hole sometimes with, with some of the fa- the relatives that we have. Because like I said, when you try to assist, that assistance is not really respected or appreciated. And so when I'm coming in as a spiritual being with people that don't really have the capacity to see bigger pictures and don't have the capacity to really move past a lot of ingrained mentality and mindsets. They can't really move past that. Like they're so stuck in how it's supposed to be, how they would mm-hmm. like for it to be, that they can't allow themselves to connect to what the reality is and move forward in addressing that. So the resistance gets into this is how you're supposed to show up and you are rejected as a result of that. And so where I'm at right now is that 
I understand that that's where they're at and I can show up and assist where I can. But what I cannot do is allow myself to be overextended in an energy that's not where, where I'm putting out energy is not appreciated. It's not reciprocated. And so, right. And so this is what I was saying. And this is a time of coming clean, assessing the good, the bad, and the ugly so that I can chart myself from right here with greater clarity and maturity. See, sometimes you can't win them all. And it's not going to go the way that it's supposed to look. See, everybody's family is not going to be connected, holding hands and saying kumbaya. And everybody's not going to look out for each other. And I got that because I was stuck on how it was supposed to be. We're supposed to give a fuck about each other. We're supposed to show up for each other. And we do on, on, on smaller levels. You know what I'm saying? And I got to accept that for what it is and meet them right where they're at. And so this is, and this is a task that we got to learn to do with not just our families, because that was one of the greater lessons, but with everyone that's around us is to be able to recognize that, Hey, everybody, you're not going to have this connection. You know, that you would imagine, because if it's not reciprocated, then what's really going on? We get ourselves in these relationships where the where where the energy's not reciprocated. So then on one end, we have one person that's showing up, doing their best, presenting their very best and somebody that's just going through the motions and doing the bare minimum. And when we start to recognize that this is the exchange that we get. We start shifting the focus on ourselves so that we can do that work on ourselves so that we can be whole enough to not continue making these connections that's no longer serving us. But that every connection is always serving Every connection. And, I'm, and the reason why I'm free and confident in saying that is because um, every connection is teaching you something. Absolutely. In every situation, you're the student or the teacher. Right? Absolutely. And so it's like, listen, some, sometimes your family is just your family because of blood. It's, it's sometimes you can develop a relationship with, you know, your quote-unquote soul family. Right. You, you may have never met them, never seen them or whatever, and you have a real family type bond right right so it's just like learning how to play your position mm -hmm. in every situation absolutely right? absolutely like, I, I had this crazy way of talking with my ancestors right and i <laughs> i just be like why y'all why, why, why coming over here giving me this work you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. it's funny because sometimes i get frustrated because i'm like Girl, y'all know I don't even like this. Like, <laughs> I don't want to deal with this. But okay, you got to work for me to do this. What I said I wanted to do, boom. Let me go later. And here's what I have found. This is just me personally. I'm not, I mean, free to try it or whatever. If I don't get direct guidance 
to go have a conversation with someone that I know takes me to a place I no longer want to be, mm-hmm. I don't need to talk to them. Absolutely. 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 And that's a lesson that I had to get a couple years back to where mm-hmm. I had to make sure that I was being led to do that. The, the concern that I have now is that because we have been hit with such a tragedy that we could get into a space where we're so disconnected that this is how we respond. It makes me, it, well, of course it makes me sad. But then I said, because like I said, I was going to take this day and not do the cipher so that I can reflect. But what I realize is that I need to come bring this to the table because I'm at a point right now where I need assistance with how I can better navigate. Listen to spirit. Right. I'm absolutely. Right and you're taking on a lot that, that it's not even for you. No. Like even that thing that I just said with, you know, connecting and breaking the soul ties and stuff, that's not necessarily your job. Oh, I'm, I'm not gonna about, break no soul ties. Right. I'm no, not I <laughs> 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 No, 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 I know. I'm just saying yeah. like sometimes you see because of the giving nature that we have and wanting to heal, mm-hmm. um, and I and I'm saying we as in the divine priesthood because mm-hmm. all of us have a genuineness that I think, right? Right. And it's like, yo, we really all operate out the hot chakra. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's kind of interesting when you see it play out. But mm-hmm. in operating out the hot chakra, you want the highest good of all, and the reality is. That's Mentally ill. Now, what's making mentally ill is him talking in circles and loops. 
right? Yeah. But him speaking truth to power does not make him mentally ill. They're saying that he's mentally ill because he's absolutely fearless in that shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm telling you, I, my heart goes out to the brothers. Like, seriously. Like, it's so crazy. Right now, there's a movie out called She Said, mm-hmm. right? And and I'm bringing this up because they, when when this whole Harvey Weinstein thing first started, they tried to say it was mental illness. I said, nah, man. You don't rape 108 women and then say your brain is broken. Right, right. At some point in there, you know what you are doing is not right. But they blamed it on mental illness and they gave him leniency. Right. Right? Right. But when we looking at Brother Kanye, we had this cancel culture. And to me, this is just me, this goes right back to the Willie Lynch letter. The black woman is always the mother. Absolutely. We gave up our son. When Donda when 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 Donda died, transition it was our responsibility to hold that brother in love and life now i ain't saying you know carry him everywhere you go and all of that i'm not saying that but he should have told the love from us instead of the criticism when his mom first passed away he said oh Kanye, sacrifice his mother wait a minute wait a minute what is the illness that's striking us you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and to me, this goes right back to that judgment card. Like, yo, what are we doing? Right. Absolutely. What are we and I'm going to tell such judgment of others. Hey, and listen, I'm going to tell you one of the things I think the biggest disservice they may have done in the mental health community is getting rid of, in the DSM, they used to have access systems, right? And the access one was about where it was mentally ill, right? And access two was personality disorders, which was about here. Access twos was where my, that, that was, that was my jam right there, right? I dealt with a lot of deviant behavior and personality disorder. And it's not necessarily, it's a mental illness because it expresses itself in this, in the, it's a behavioral issue but the illness is in the heart because you got some spirit shit and then see and this is why i used to really rock with this whole level of personality disorders because what harvey weinstein had was an anti-social personality disorder where he was using people like they were disposable people you know sociopath you know what i'm saying Antisocial personality disorder, however you want to call it, it's a spirit thing. Mm, mm, okay. And they took that out. They took it, they took those categories out from the access one being the mental illness, the access two being personality disorders, and access three being physical health disorders, and the four is like your social, you know what I'm saying, your social okay. connection. You know what I'm saying? And the world around you, it gave you a better perspective on what was going on with people. And that it takes shit like that away and you don't get to really deal with. There's a spiritual component to this shit. What's up, brother Dante? Go ahead. Let's hear it, bro. I'm going on mute because I, lo- I love to listen to Dante, please. Hey, yeah. <laughs> uh, don't do that. Hey, uh, thank you, though. But uh, I was just going to ask, um, you know, uh, any every major city, 
I feel like seen an influx. I don't know if you've seen it in what's what city are you in, Chicago? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, California, right? No, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Okay, I, I thought she was around the corner somewhere. But <laughs> I don't know if that's a major city like that, but there's a big like influx of mentally ill people. Like yeah, after COVID, it's like it's it's like slowly building up. I feel like I'm seeing more and more and more. What what lets me know that they mentally ill though is that they don't they don't know where the line is between what's in their mind in this reality. So people walking down the streets talking to themselves or, you know, just walking across the street and traffic's coming in and all this. I see signs of these people who are mentally ill. Like it's obvious. I'm trying to understand I'll give anxiety to Kanye. I'll give him you have anxiety issues a little bit. I feel like maybe that, but what specifically do you feel like like he did or said that makes him mentally ill except defying logic? Because he's not supposed to say these things in this type of... He's speaking his truth, though. So I'm saying, like, but where's the mentally ill part? He's speaking about reality. Absolutely. He's talking about things that you don't see. You're talking to a poet. He took the filter off his mouth. Like, yes. Do you really feel like... I'm trying to understand how you how you... Have that view? Are you are you mentally ill, Kanye? Is it is it mentally um, ill? Tell a person exactly what you feel. That's a collective perspective. No, no, no. I don't think that's the mental the mental I mean, illness. I, I part, what part? No, the part for me that makes him mentally ill is the fact that he was diagnosed as bipolar yeah. before his mom passed away. Mm. He was diagnosed. He was he. He was diagnosed as that, though. He was diagnosed as that. And he even spoke about this in a recent interview that I guess it was a Jewish doctor. I'm thinking it's the same incident. Mm. By some Jewish doctor, which he's speaking to, that you tried to assassinate his character. And assassinating his character in the media and to the public is what he's speaking on. So they've been doing this. And maybe he felt like keeping his mouth shut all this time until now just because he didn't want to ruffle no feathers like, oh, y'all calling me crazy just for speaking my truth? I'm going to be quiet about it. Or you got, or I know that you guys took my mother out. Like, let's say they took his mom out and he can't say, he can't say those exact words. Right. That's going to, that's going to, that's going to make you act different and then like hold that in as a survival mechanism you're gonna hold the information in that they killed your mind this is that to her everything that happened because this was before his mom passed away his mom was helping him that's what i'm saying i'm saying the diagnosis that i'm speaking of i'm not saying what he's doing so is there two diagnoses I'm saying that what we are seeing a result of is someone that is mentally imbalanced. Absolutely. I'll say imbalanced okay. or mentally, you know what I mean? I'll say that. Right. We're seeing actions of someone that is mentally imbalanced. Um, like which which action though? I mean, not, I'm just just trying to really get the gist of like. Because, okay, I see it's prior to his mind. I get that. But nonetheless, someone told you you were that. Like, yeah. I, I could see a person who likes to have fun all day and not work and say, you're crazy. Right. You're crazy because 
it, it seems that way because it's being illogical. But then but, they talk you know, to you. See, and now, they, now you, you're trying to downplay a whole psychology field, and you can't do that. Well, because that's two totally different well, arenas. Well, here's a, right. I was about to say because because in a way, I I can see both points because for some people, mental illness is subjective. And if yeah, yeah. and if all of us that's going through, and this is what my observation has been, because I've worked in the mental health field for many mm-hmm. years, and a lot of people they go they navigate life being mm-hmm. undiagnosed, and everybody I feel is one crisis away from being yeah, diagnosed. Right with the what? Right with the mental health issue. Was just come. They were just moving along. Well, what did COVID do? Stop you. You can no longer do your regular routine. What happens to mentally unstable people when they can't do their routine? They have psychotic breaks. That's what it is. Just because you like, just because you didn't go to a doctor and had them say it, don't mean that you ain't diagnosed with it. Absolutely, and that don't mean that there's. just because a doctor said you was, a doctor told my uh, my friend his baby sister was sick when she was an infant, mm-hmm. and she just had a cold. Is right. what they said. She they trusted the doctor. The doctor has been telling us diabetes running Huh? No, it is. But I'm saying that the, the sister died though. The sister died, so she was way sick. I'm telling you, a doctor can misdiagnose you. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I'm absolutely. What, what, I'm not. I'm not pushing weight. On everything a doctor says, Dante, this is what I'm saying. I'm saying, this is me personally, at what point do you trust versus go up against? Because you just said, and I'm just, I I gave you your own words. You said there's a surge in major city since COVID, right? So if it's a surge in major cities in mental illness, who diagnosed them? Somebody did, right? So, so I'm. And even so if the they people... didn't get diagnosed like physically or verbally, we are seeing psychotic breaks. Just because I didn't go to school and get a degree for it, don't mean that what's happening ain't a psychotic break. That's right. a mental illness. Now, Absolutely, I, hear, I hear, totally hear what you're saying, and this ain't uh, before I even. This, I do want to be understood. I don't like debating stuff. I'm just trying to really understand what actions, because he spoke his mind, but what other actions? Because when I gave you the example about the people in the city, you walking in the street, you doing things that let me know you unstable. He's talking shit. Like when the, when a motherfucker, you, somebody's fucking with you, and they say, I'm tired of shit. You thought they was quiet, now they're right. flashing on you. Like, and you just be sitting there like, oh, brother, I feel you, but wait a minute. You just said, and 
I wish I could give you the exact wording, but I literally sat there and was like, they need to take the microphone away because even though what he's saying is valid, his validity is canceling itself out because he just turned around and argued his, against his own point. Yeah, I didn't see that. I mean, that's yeah. obvious to me, and now I see what you're saying. I just never to see me. Right, but can I... During interviews, so I, that's where I was trying to go. Like, well, so talking in circles, I definitely say... Mm-hmm. But you know what? But but let's 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 really let's really deal with that though. Because okay, he's talking in circles, right? See, this is where one of the problem is where we get this disconnect on how it's supposed to be. What is how it how it's supposed to look. But what see see one of the things that I used to gauge with working with people is the level of impact. Is the level is the level of impact that it has on their functioning in life, right? And so even though Kanye is talking in circles, we see the whole words of the tangential is what we call it, right? The tangential word phrases and all of this, and he's talking in circles. He's speaking his truth. He's not harming anybody. But we don't like the way that it's being delivered. And because we don't like that, Let's take the microphone off of him because his circular conversation makes us uncomfortable. And this is the root of the problem of what I was just talking about that happened within my family where we, and this is a global thing. That's why I'm saying this is, this is a bigger picture thing where people become throwaways because we don't like the way they deliver in their message. It ain't comfortable for us. It's going against how it's supposed to look. And if we can release and resist the urge to tell people how they need to show up when they ain't harming nobody at the end of the day, this man's speaking his truth. And yeah, he probably is mentally ill, but who the fuck ain't after all of this COVID shit? But he ain't running around psychotic where he threatening to kill folks. He hasn't threatened to do any harm to anybody. And I heard it was one of the elder actresses who talked, baby, go home, get you some help. Your kids is watching. And my thing is, is that that's because we set this precedent that you got to show up this way. See, we setting these standards here. And this is where I'm trying to challenge the way we've been going about moving. Because we setting these standards on how we, what our conduct should look like. Because if truth be told in my family, you know what I'm saying? I'm going against the grain. And I get a lot of resistance because I decided to step outside of the church and, and broaden my perspective on spirituality. And you ain't doing it right. And you going to hell for that. <laughs> right. And we got this mentality that this man need to shut the hell up. He's speaking truth to power. Everything he's saying is truth. Especially and if it ain't and even if we don't agree with it, it is his truth. It's his truth. That part. See, that's why I was like, we need to take the microphone away. Right. Because to your point, he ain't trying to hurt nobody. He ain't telling y'all kids to go join no cult. He ain't trying to get these people to do nothing different. He told his truth, what he's seen, right. his experience. None of us could walk that. So, right. So, give him the goddamn microphone then. Right. Exactly. So, he you get know? the, right. I think we need to hand him the microphone because he get to have a say. 
just because he's, you know what I'm saying, speaking in circles, shit. You know what I'm saying? Some days I'm speaking in circles. You know what I'm saying? And so, but just because he's speaking in circles, that don't mean he got to be sad. We not, shut the fuck up, nigga. We don't like the way you talking. We got to come on now. You know what I'm saying? Your kids is looking at you. But we should be able to let people express themselves no matter how they feel. I agree with you, but I'm going to tell you honestly, from the 1950s, superstars, quote-unquote, have set the precedent. Mm. And I think that is the only reason Kanye is in this circle jerk. Mm-hmm. It's because superstars have set the precedent since Audrey Hepburn in them. Absolutely. If Kanye was me and like Dante can be on the street right now and say, Hey man, the Jews is coming for us. Nobody's listening, Joe. Right. And nobody's taking his microphone away. Right. The problem is, and this is just my personal opinion, yeah. Kanye is speaking his truth, but he's also speaking the truth that America has tried to hide for so long that they don't want people going to research it. No. I personally had no problem with what the brother said because I've done my own research on it. Mm. I was like, dang, he hit that thing. Right. Damn it, Kanye, why do you go there? Like, I had... Hey, listen, <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> the shit wasn't new news to me. Minister Farrakhan been talking this shit for years. Um, he wrote a book called The Secret Relationship Between Blacks and Jews. There's a DVD. Even if you don't want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? These brothers is real research. They ain't playing a bullshitting game like, oh, I just, I came up with this. Oh, my, I'm going to just pull some shit out. You know what I'm saying? On the strength of, hey, this ain't new news to people. You know what I'm saying? This ain't nothing new within our community. But see, this is what I'm trying to say is that how we've been going about what the public persona looks like. We we get ourselves into this thing. Now, right now, we got this go along to get along type of mentality that you can't say shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And now they telling us how we got to show up. Yeah. We don't like that showing yeah, up this way. Right. Illness. I don't care what nobody said on a grand scale. Right. Because you can't even tell the truth no more. Ma'am, you cannot be a sir because your DNA is still going to say you're a man. Listen, oh, and I'm going to say that. If a man can wear a motherfucking dress <laughs> and a woman can shave her head off and decide that she's a guy. Then why the fuck can't he show up and speak in circles? Exactly. See, then we got we got this shit twisted, right? But that's what I'm saying. Like, don't we get to live the life that we want? We get to show up the way that we want to. But like I said, see, we we don't we don't like what he's saying. We don't like how it's done. Well, then turn the check. You don't have to deal with that. But what you're saying is very true, priestess. It's a suppression of the truth. They don't want people to find, but it's too late. We have opened Pandora's box with this advent called social media. We're too connected. We can link up with the brothers on the other side of the world. And now everybody's being held accountable because we got these devices we carry around that will take your picture in HD. The revolution is televised, my friends. Uh, (laughs) Hello. 
That's it right there. It is right. televised, it but this what I'm right. But this is what I'm trying to say. And so with this whole judgment card, and for us to really look at and reflect and really start tapping to our inner calling, we gotta break away from this mainstream what we supposed to look like. Because we already kind of breaking away. It, most of us, especially in the African diaspora where we brought was brought over to this particular country and was taught that a savior looked like the nigga that got his foot in our ass. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's what the teaching is for us. And we accepted that even if it feels wrong. And when you deviate from this path, you wrong for doing that.